right, we're looking at episode number four already, Harry. Yes, we are. After a brief hiatus, we have returned. Yep. Yeah, we're going to take a little bit of time off. Why? <laughs> because Mark's an idiot. Yeah. That about sums it up. This is Fitness Sucks with Mark and Harry. Uh, I am Mark, the other voice you hear over there waving his hand. That's Harry. Can't you see me? Yeah, I see you fine. You're right across the studio from me. I'm talking about our constituents. They can't see you. They, they can't. can't. Really? They can't. Oh, nope. man, I'm going to have to do this. Hi, I'm Harry. And hi, I'm Mark. There we go. We are a weekly uh, podcast about fitness, loosely about fitness. We do occasionally talk about fitness. And from- loosely weekly, unless one of us maims it themselves, and then, you know, we have a brief hiatus that we have to take, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll dip into that here in just a second. Um, we do this uh, once a week, like I said. Um, last week we tried, and it's been a couple of weeks, uh, a lot has happened uh, since then, um, but last week we tried the uh, the cricket um, or was that two weeks ago? That was two weeks. Actually, that was three weeks no, no, ago. No, no, no. Three, this is only our fourth podcast. Yeah, no, so. it was three weeks ago because we, well, we, well, we well, talked epi- about it. Episodes ago, I'm talking about. Well, you, well, you, well, not, not calendar weeks because we've missed. Well, how many, okay, how many so, weeks have we missed? Two. Okay. Are we talking about but the last, weeks in that quantum time? I mean, are we stepping back across the timeline? Are we talking nonlinear time? Does time loop upon itself or are we talking time? I'm talking uh, just podcast episodes. Oh, yes. No, that was two. That was two ago already. Episode two. Yeah, okay. Uh, the Revenge of the Cricket. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, first of all, quick introductions. That is Harry. You hear his voice there. He is the owner and proprietor of Lifestyle Renovations here in beautiful Titusville, Florida. Sunny Titusville, where, you know, some of you may be experiencing changing in leaf colors, and we're dying. What's going on over at uh, Lifestyle Renovations, by the way? Well, we're running an eight-week fitness challenge. It's going to end right before Thanksgiving, and people so far, I've only had one person puke, and um, one person complained that their legs don't work anymore, but it's all good. See, that's the difference between your gym and my gym. You've only had one person puke. I I know. I'm just not as good as you are, Mark. I aspire (laughs) to have more people puke in a session. I don't think it's a a measure of goodness, uh, how many people you have puke. I I I thought it was a measure of great necessity. <laughs> it is, it is, but I don't think it's a measure of my gym against your gym versus your gym. I, I don't think I, 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 we're going down a slippery road if we start basing it. Especially on, if somebody's puking, it's really going to be slippery. On who, who pukes more than than the other guy? That's true. That's, That's true. yeah. I don't want to get on there. Um, so the eight week fitness challenge is cool. Uh, we had uh, some some so at my gym, uh, Mofit, also here in uh, Titusville. I want to give a shout out to a few of our athletes. We participated in the Festivus Games, which is a nationwide crossfit competition that happens in the spring and in the fall every year it was a team event last time around and we had four teams enter in melbourne florida uh, we had four teams participating at not harbor australia. city not australia melbourne florida at uh, harbor city community fitness which is a crossfit box in melbourne that was where the local festivist games was being held and we had four teams enter we had two teams place we had one come in second place and one come in first place excellent Yep. We had a women's masters team. They were called um, Midlift Crisis. Was oh, the that's horrible. Midlift Crisis was them. And then we had a men's masters team, and they were called Two Men, One Snatch. That was their team name. Snatch, of course, the Olympic lift, not... Uh, when you take something forcefully from someone. Yes. Right. Not that. Yes. Yeah, it's the, it's the yes. Olympic lift. Correct. Right. So uh, really proud of those guys. That was, pre- that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah, your crew's like 
evil. I mean, my clients always, you know, they comment and they say, um, there are a bunch of people running around the parking lot dragging tires attached to their waist. Please, oh God, don't make us do that. Yeah. You want to hear a, uh, let me share a text message I got from, uh, from Brian. He's one of our one of our athletes here. Hold on, let me get my phone. You know, I just updated my phone, and so it's taking me forever to get into. Is that it. one of those eye things? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my phone updated. A, well, you know, I'm I'm one of those you know those droid people, and my phone yeah. updates, and I never have any problems. It's kind of odd how that works. I'm I'm still I'm still iPhone all the way. I used to be an Android guy, and I'm not anymore. Um, yeah. For, oh, you know what? Forget it. it. I had it on there. I have it on airplane mode, so it wouldn't run. It wouldn't ring while we're talking. And so now I've just shot myself in the foot. I can't get it. Anyway, uh, Brian. No, don't injure yourself any further, Mark. Please. He, he texted please. me earlier and, and uh, wanted me to let wanted to let me know that he uh, came extremely close to puking this morning at the 9 a.m. class. So, But is that like horseshoes and hand grenades? I mean, if you come extremely close to puking, is that akin to puking? No. I mean, no, not is at it all. in the same ballpark? It's not even. Uh, you you got to actually Ralph for, yes, for it to I, count. I, yeah. I firmly agree. Okay. So what you got there? You, you brought a energy drink. What's the story with that? Okay, so a few weeks ago, before, before our hiatus, um, I reached out to Ray's Energy Drinks, and they were having their, hey, you know, try our sample pack, and uh, we'll send it to you, just pay for the shipping. And um, I received the Ray's, and I did a little survey, and I said, okay, these are the flavors, who'd want me to try what? And the winning flavor was sour gummy worms. Ugh. So right here I have myself a can of Ray's sour gummy worms, which I am going to crack open. Okay. Here we go. He's holding it up to the microphone. There it is. That sounded great. Yeah. Okay, I'm going so to take my first sip. Wait, wait. First off. And this is Ray's sour gummy worm, and it's an energy. R-A-Z-E. Yes. Is it energy or recovery? Which one is it? It is actually energy. Zero, zero calories, zero sugars. Okay. It's got uh, a whole bunch of junk. Electrolytes, BCAAs, you know, just, you could kind of probably use it as a good post-workout. All the fatty stuff. Yeah, all the fatty stuff. Yes. All the fatty stuff, yep. So we're going to take a whiff of the Rays. All right. Hmm. It smells quite appetizing. It, does it smell like gummy worms, though? Yes, it actually quite does. Which, which should smell exactly the same as gummy bears. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. Gummy worms have an earthy scent. Gummy is gummy. No, 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 but, you know, bears don't smell like worms. Well, real bears don't smell like real worms. No, but gummy worms smell just like you shut up and drink the drink. Yes, sir. <laughs> that is quite tasty. You take another sip. There you go. He's taking another sip. He's looking off to the left. He's looking up now. Oh, yes. It's got a deep sour apple flavor to it. Okay. And honestly, since we had our hiatus, this is the third one I've tried. Mm-hmm. And I must admit, I have no idea how these people do this. I mean, this is the but, third uh, flavor you've yes, tried. Yes, yes. Yeah. This is the third flavor I've tried. I've tried grape, right? which I must comment, if you're a grape knee-high fan, do not try this because you will become Instantly addicted. It was overwhelmingly wonderful. Cool. Okay. Then I tried the strawberry colada. Nice. And the strawberry colada, it only needed one thing, a little rum. Yeah. Okay. Did you try that? Did you put some rum in it? No, no, no. I was actually drinking it at my studio and you know, alcoholic beverages are not permitted in the studio unless we're having an event. Another difference between your gym and mine. Precisely. Right. We don't have to numb the pain that badly. Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, there's, there's not as much bleeding and puking at my facility as there is. Right, yes, right, yes. right, right, right. Carry on. So 
it was phenomenal. And here we are into the wonderful world of sour gummy. And let me tell you, this tastes just like a gummy. Okay, it's so amazing. You have taken a couple of sips. Wait, don't take another sip yet. Hold on, hold on. You've taken a couple of sips, but the experience is always different when you chug it versus sipping it. So give it a good chug and see what the difference. See if you can stand it that way as well. Gurgle, gurgle. No, come on. Give it a good. Oh, yes. Refreshing. This is Nirvana. All right. So there you have it. This is, and this was a, um, you, you uh, talked to your, your listeners at your gym, and this is the one they wanted you to try on the podcast. Yes, indeed. All right, cool. And it is, say it again, it's Ray's Zero Ray's Sugar. Zero Sugar, and the flavor is Sour Gummy Worms. Okay. All right. So it's a good segue, actually, going from energy drinks, because energy drinks, actually recovery drinks, are... Um, in a roundabout way, the reason why we've missed a couple of weeks. And you know exactly why. You know where I'm going with this. Where exactly are you going, Mark? So the reason uh, we missed a couple of weeks of podcasts, and I've, and I've got a good discussion topic that we'll dive into for five or ten minutes after I explain this, but um, I, I hurt my back. Um, I, I herniated. I got a disc herniation between my L4 and L5. It's a seven millimeter herniated disc down there in my lumbar spine. That sounds unpleasant. It is. It sucks. And I'll tell you, the, the weird thing is it doesn't really, my back sometimes feels a little achy, but all of the pain is in my left leg and sometimes in my butt, sometimes in my hip, but most of it is down along the outside of my calf. So like the outside edge, not the back of my, not like the calf muscle, but the outside of my leg and my shin. And now, interestingly enough, my big toe, um, hurts and, and and i don't mean hurts i mean like hurts i mean even just sitting here right now as you and i are talking the only reason i'm not screaming is because of the awesome meds that they've put me on to get so, me through until the uh clarification drugs are wonderful oh they're great yes yeah um but the treatment there's various treatments i've learned a lot about lumbar spine injuries uh over the course of this yes because wait first off give the listeners some perspective how long has this course been going Three months now. Yeah, we're going on three months. And the reason that we, we missed two weeks of the podcast is because it, uh, I know you're going you're gonna to shun me when I say this, but through no fault of my own, it's, <clears throat> it spiked. Uh, the pain got to a point. No, no, no fault of your own, Mark. <laughs> the pain got to a point where I was literally, Harry, I was, I was laying face down on the floor just screaming, my, screaming bloody murder. Okay, and, and I will tell you why I believe you. Because two Sundays ago, I was leaving my facility and your wife was here mopping. I discovered as the doors were open and I saw the car. So I was checking yeah. to see if it was you and if you were alive. Yeah. And um, I walked in and I said, hi, Joy. How's Mark? And in her own words, he bleeped himself up really good this time. <laughs> and I said, mm, that doesn't really sound positive. Um, is he doing any better? And she looked up at, at the sky for a second and then looked at me with a really straight and serious face and said, well, he no longer screams every time he moves. It, she's right. And, that was the, and, and even that was a glorious um, uh, improvement. Yeah. No, it was it was it was literally um, the only position where I was not screaming was face down with my left leg kind of cocked at a 45 degree angle. 
And that was it. That was literally it. So here's the thing. I learned a lot about back injuries. There's some fascinating stuff here. So the disc uh, was was sticking out from between your vertebrae, right? Mm-hmm. And so when it's herniated, sometimes the disc itself, sometimes the jelly from inside the disc, which just makes me cringe when I even say that out loud. But like Welch's? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kind of a like a viscous More fluid. Like smuckers maybe probably because it's a higher quality. Jelly. Probably smuckers. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably the good stuff. Yeah. It comes out and it, and it uh, pushes up against your nerve root which comes out from there now keep in mind at this part of your spine there's no longer nerve uh you don't have a um uh what is it the spinal cord spinal cord spinal cord only comes down to somewhere into your your thoracic spine area and then after that the nerves start branching out and sticking out to the left and right out from between your vertebrae so that far down there's no more spinal cord anymore it's just the nerve sticking out so but there is a nerve root you got your sciatic nerve right there between Mm -hmm. the l4 and l5 and you would, I, I would have thought that it's just simply the pressure of that disc pushing against the nerve root that makes it hurt. In reality, it's not. If it was that simple, it, it, I, it wouldn't really hurt that bad. The real reason is that the, the disc material, the material that the disc is made out of, has a lower pH level than most of the rest of your body. Mm. So it's acidic. I think I have that right. If it's a higher, if it's a higher pH, it's a base. Lower pH, it, it uh, what is it? Seven or no? What is it? Eight? Was it seven below? Uh, I think eight is the. I'm really talking out of turn here. I don't know. Yeah, um, I thought seven was basically pH neutral. Seven is pH neutral. Yeah, thereabouts. Okay. Uh, then he said the the if I recall what my doctor was saying, the pH of the disc is seven point five. So it's different. So when it hits the um, when it hits the nerve root, it's not just pushing against it; it's actually irritating it, like burning it, because of the difference in acidity levels. And that's what makes it hurt. And I'll tell you what, uh, darn tootin', that that is absolutely that's what it feels like. Yeah. And I've had no relief, but I went in last Tuesday and I got a epidural um, steroid injection, an ESI, uh, so in my you're spine. Pregnant? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Whole another discussion on okay. that. Yeah. A whole, whole bunch of different science behind that conversation. <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant. Um, but it's a, it was a cortisone injection, mm-hmm. okay, or into my spine. Interesting, interesting uh, experience, to say the least. Um, and I was freaking out. I don't, I don't have, I have no problem with needles. I'm covered with tattoos and, and uh, getting shots doesn't bother me. But the, 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 just the idea of that needle in my spine, dude. A tattoo needle isn't like four and a half feet long. No, no, no. Sure, no. the needle that you were shot up with was not. It was like this. It was, and I made the mistake of looking at it first. I shouldn't have done that. And when you have it, you go, you lay face down on a, on a, uh, on a table in the procedure room, Right. And um, the doctor uses a type of an x-ray called a fluoroscope, mm-hmm. which gives you a live x-ray image of what's going on. He can see your spine. Uh, you can see the needle. He can see exactly where it's going. So that's pretty cool. That's actually neat tech. And I, all I had to do is look up a little bit into the right, and I could see the big uh, you know, uh, phosphorus green screen of the, of the fluoroscope. And I could see my spine, and I could see the big, shiny, bright white line of the needle in real time as he was moving. Dude, that needle was six, seven inches long. Did you, did you puke? No, no, no. And I, I, I uh, explained to the doctor, too, that, uh, you know, I said, dude, I'm freaking out. I'm terrified of this. I got I to gotta let you know. And, you know, I don't mind needles. It's just the, it's, it's going to be in my spine, which kind of, you know, it bothers me a little bit. And we, the doctor was awesome. He sat there and he talked to me for about 15 minutes before we actually uh, got up on the table. And this was the coolest part. Um, he said, uh, right before we got, he said, hey, do you mind if my production, my production assistant, your production assistant, do you mind if my uh, physician assistant, my PA, um, uh, watches the procedure? 
uh, because later on today, she's going to give me one of these. <laughs> yeah, he said that. And, and uh, then he looked at me. And the very next thing he said was, see, that's how much you don't have to worry about this. I'm going to let her. Wa- I mean, she's probably already seen hundreds of them. But um, so I said, you know, hell, televise it. I don't care. Pay-per-view. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there was first a little prick of a uh, Novocaine uh, and he numbed the area. <laughs> and uh, and then and then and then uh, once it was numb, it was just pressure and a little bit of pain, nothing beyond just a little wincing. And that was it. And uh, I came on. But since then, um, I have not had any improvement yet. It's uh, if anything, it's gotten slightly worse. And he said it may flare is, was the term he used because of the chemical in the area. Yeah, because the uh, core zone, the, the body might fight it. Uh, I like to think of it as um, like my my leg and my my spine and my butt and my back is uh, possessed by a demon. And he injected me with holy water. So there's a there's a battle of biblical proportions going on right now in my leg. Yeah, that's how I like to think about it. That's that's an interesting set of imagery there. Yep. Yes. Yep. 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 So, so have, have you ever had an injury like this? Have you ever? Uh, what's the worst uh, sports related or fitness related injury that you've ever had? Let's see here. Um, my youth. I think I think that that was probably the worst one when I was young and stupid and. And I wanted to get 12 at 275 and I was stuck on 11 for a week and a half and I was really angry. And it was Friday. I wanted to move on on Monday. And I gave that 12th rep everything I had, everything that right shoulder had as it moved itself out of place and proceeded to hang there for the next three months. Oh, good. Yeah, it's a good time. Because, you know, you're in college and you have a lot of medical coverage. Yeah. So, yep, yep. Yeah, right. That shoulder was not my friend for quite some time. It so, still isn't to this day, actually. Yeah. No, I mean, that kind of thing never completely goes away. And I, I don't imagine this ever will either. Uh, sure it will. Interesting fact. Uh, doctors, several doctors have told me this because I've talked to a few. Um, if you were to take, like, everybody in America over, say, 30 and mm-hmm. put them through an MRI machine, 90% of them would have some sort of bulging disc or disc herniation. Pretty much everybody does. So it's kind of a... I live a life thing. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And you know, it just, it just matters exactly where it's sticking out. Mm-hmm. I could, I could have a seven millimeter disc herniation that sticks out slightly to the right more than it does now. And it wouldn't touch my nerve and I'd never know I had it. Interesting. And you may have it now. You, I mean, you never know, but here's the thing. And this is kind of what I wanted to launch into as far as, a, uh, you know, to, to wrap up the podcast for us to talk about would be what exercises, Let's talk about a, a you know a back injury because that's something that happens to a lot of uh, a lot of athletes when they do weightlifting. A, well, a back injury is a common weightlifting injury, and and here's the thing about it too. I mean, you and I could could posit for hours about how correct form and you know you have to keep your back uh, neutral spine and make sure your knee is behind your feet and mm, core uh, engaged. Got to wrap and... your thumb around the bar and I mean, keep your wrists up and you know there's yeah so there's there's all the there's all that technique crap right all the all the I mean. I mean that loosely. You know what I mean. There's, mm-hmm. there's all that. But the fact of the matter is, Harry, you could lift weights for your entire life with 1,000% perfect textbook form and still horribly injure yourself. It can happen, and it does. Because simple alignment, one simple misalignment, stepping off a curb the wrong, the wrong way yep. at the right time. And even yeah. while you're lifting. I mean, you could, let's take a deadlift, for example. You could be the, you could have absolutely perfect form and be a very responsible deadlifter and never lift more than you should. 
and never lift more often than you should. And, and yeah, provide you yeah, Harry's looking around like, who me? Uh, so you could be that guy. You could be that deadlifter and you can still mess your back up deadlifting. It can absolutely happen. But by contrast, here's the other side of that coin. You could be the most sloppy um, absolutely horrible form deadlifter on the planet. Never Back round over, way too much weight on the bar, hitching it, you know, dramatically once it gets past your knees, getting it up there, right? And never get hurt. That happens too, right? But here's the thing. When you do injure your back, what and and if we were to like if we were to have a conversation about what exercises should you still continue doing and which ones do you think you should definitely not do until you're recovered what would be the first one you would think would be the best one uh, the most relevant one to not do to discontinue until your back is at some point some definable level of better deadlifting yeah that's what you would think huh but it's not true it's not true no, I have uh, done a little research. I found a, a study by the Laboratory of Physical Activity and Health at the University of Valencia, Spain. It's a it's a legitimate uh, study. Okay, done in a, in a sci- you know in a scientific environment at a at a university, and it is about exactly that. They compared specifically deadlifts to uh, supine bridge. You know, like on an exercise ball where you lay your back on the ball and you, you bring your hips up and it's a supine bridge yeah, yeah, yeah. lift. So they, uh, which is uh, in a lot of circles continued to, you know, uh, considered to be a great back exercise. Um, and I'll, I'll read directly from the conclusion of the study. And this is interesting. Uh, here we go. Findings from the study may be helpful to strength trainers and physical therapists in their choice of exercises for strengthening paraspinal muscles. Our results suggest that in asymptomatic young experienced subjects, so in other words, people who aren't messed up, uh, the deadlift at 70% of MVIC, uh, which is basically scientific talk for one rep max. Oh, I was like, MVIC? MVIC, MVIC, it stands for Maximum Voluntary Isometric Contraction. So 70% of your max, one rep max. It's basically university talk for, gym talk for one one rep max. Yeah, one RM. Uh, At 70% of your one rep max. Provides higher levels uh, of mean and peak electromyographic signals. That's electrical activity in muscles. Neurological communications of the muscle group. Exactly. Boom. Yeah. Uh, then localized stabilizing exercises and, every, and other types of global uh, stabilizing exercises like the uh, exercise ball uh, supine bridge lift. Um, which so is what like, you're saying is I jacked up my back deadlifting, so I shouldn't plank. I should deadlift. Yeah. Intriguing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you shouldn't go. Now, here's the thing. And, and, and this is this is where a lot of care needs to come into the language on this because mm-hmm. when your back is injured, your one rep max is not what it was before your back was injured. So this does not mean pre back injury one rep max. It means post back injury one rep max, which is most likely the bar at best. But at, what they want you to do is work the range of motion and work communication to the muscle correct. group so that it heals. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. So you should not, you know, you shouldn't say, well, you know, I was maxing out at 450. I hurt my back for, you know, 395. That's a good number. <laughs> that's a good number for me. Cause that's about 70% or whatever, you know, whatever the math is to work out on that. I used to do 450. I'm going to do 375 now. Cause that's what this study from the Spanish the university says I should do. But see, that's, 
That's stupid. You got to you got to you got to take it very. I mean, there's no real way to to figure out what your one rep max is post back injury because correct because uh, <laughs> it, it would be a risky and dicey endeavor at best. Yeah, risky and dicey at best. So, and again, too, deadlift uh, doesn't mean right out of the gate heavy. Deadlift is just simply a movement. You, 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 you're scaring me now. You, you Why, making sense? Deadlift and not heavy <laughs> in the same sentence. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, I mean, to a lot of people, and it's, it's, I think, an important distinction that this, that this uh, study doesn't actually say is that, you know, 70% of your one rep max, it means current one rep max. And that's kind of a, a um, uh, kind of plays into the philosophy of rate of perceived exertion, RP. Ooh, you beat me to it. I was about to pull that out. Were you about to whip that one yes, out? Yes, sir. Yeah. So rate of perceived exertion has everything to do with how you feel right now, here and now, and your your percentage of what that is. So that that uh, that comes into play on that. Yep. So what that all leads to is as soon as we're done with this podcast, I'm going to go do some deadlifts. With like 405? Yeah, I, you know, I might. I'm going to keep it because you know you're, you, you, we, we can't go near your normal 800. I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to keep it. Uh, I'm going to keep it under 400. Okay. Yeah. Yep. You know, probably 380 pounds under 400. That's not. That's not bad. That's not yeah. bad. You know. I, I, honestly, I'll probably just do some kettlebell deadlifts. But I'm, I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to take it easy. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, the doctor did say that once the pain is gone, I can start lifting. Hev- uh, start lifting light. Uh, once the the uh, the numbness and the tingling goes away, I can. Uh, Go back to normal. So I'm pretty excited about that. So what is the full course of treatment once the pain goes away? Well, it hasn't gone away yet. I've got a appointment for another uh, epidural in 30 days. Hey, if it's easy, let me do it. We can make <laughs> yeah, it. You, hey, you know, it? we can make it like a drinking game. We'll put a little bullseye on the spot, and I'll throw a needle from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just, I'll just hang. I'll, I'll do a, a bar hang from the bar. I like it. Facing the wall, you can stand across the wall <laughs> with, with a needle loaded up with cortisone. Got to work on my throwing form. Thanks for hanging out with me again, Harry. It's been a fun one. Always a pleasure. Missed it for the past two weeks. Yep, me too. Uh, if you have any any comments or questions for the show, email us at fitness. Uh, no, uh, email us at uh, fitness sucks at mofit.com. And I thought too, you know, I'm going to set up a, a voicemail number for us because we can't take live calls, but it would be cool to take uh, if people listen to an episode and they've got comments about that episode, they should be able to call us and leave us a voicemail that we could play back and. Uh, give them a chance to uh, to comment. Keep it clean, folks. Keep yeah. it clean. So we'll, we'll work on that. I'll try to have that number ready to broadcast by next uh, next week. Oh, that would be awesome. Yeah. So next show comes out uh, a week from today. Next Friday, we'll have the next one out. We try to put these out on Fridays, and uh, we'll do that. Oh, we're available on iHeartRadio now. That is so cool. Yes, we are on iHeartRadio. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on uh, Stitcher. Um Google Podcasts. Yeah, and Google Podcasts. And then it, it kind of gets distributed to all the little bitty um, podcast uh, networks out there. So we're pretty much anywhere you get your podcast, you should be able to hear Fitness Sucks with Mark and Harry. Coming to a podcast stop near you. All right. Thank you for listening, Harry. Thanks for coming over and sitting with me in this unair-conditioned room and recording another podcast with us. This Help, is fun. I'm melting. 